Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. We are back for another episode of The Social Genius. And let me just tease what we're going to be talking about today. Number one, it's time to be real, and we're going to tell you why. Number two, you need to stick with your home alone, and we're going to explain what the hell that means. We're going to give you more reason why you should be seriously considering LinkedIn and what you could be doing with it. And lastly, we're going to give you some content tips that you will definitely want to get out your pen and paper to take notes of. Tristan, let's start with Be Real. We've talked about this app before. Why is it making the news? Dude, I think people are really looking to take that feeling of getting immersed and lost into social media and having it kind of control an hour, two hours of your life where you could just jump in really quick, come in and out. And almost like social media used to be when it first started. It has that, it has that Instagram feel of the first two years of Instagram, don't you think? I would totally agree. And ironically, Instagram is taking inspiration, aka copying Be Real with its newest feature, which is the uh, dual camera mode. Uh, so if you're not familiar with Be Real. It is a new social media app. It had 3.3 million downloads in the first quarter of 2022. I don't have updated Insane. data as to where it's at now, uh, but it's growing fast. And the whole idea is simply that you get prompted to post one time a day. You only get to post one time a day. 
And it's supposed to be spontaneous, meaning it's supposed to take away the, uh, the, the filter of what our lives have now become on social media and it's gaining steam and it's gaining popularity. And, uh, you know, again, yep. Instagram's copying it. And here's what I would say, and Tristan and I were talking about this off camera, is that my kids, I see them, I'm on it. And Tristan and I both had got on it immediately once we learned about it, because, you know, we like to be first to everything. And, <laughs> well, and, you know, I actually posted it. Did you see my tweet today? It, it was actually a quote from, uh, not to digress, but it was a quote from a book about a marketing book about it's better to be first than to be better because everybody remembers who was first. They don't necessarily remember who was better. Uh, anyway, anyways, not, not to get off track here, but the point is, is I'm noticing that my teenage daughters who are you know, always kind of on the forefront, like most kids and teenagers are, are very active on Be Real. And that tells me that maybe a year, two, three years from now, Be Real is gonna become the social media app. And uh, hey, for most of you, you heard it here first. Yeah, dude, I, I, I'm on it. I mean, I don't post almost at all, but I'm on it. So to see how I, it goes. I think every time we talk about it, it's just a little bit of an extra kick uh, to you to remind you. Now I have a feeling I'm going to see Tristan, Tristan Almada post on today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a Be Real uh, in Santa Barbara, which obviously if you're listening to this, that already happened. But uh, it's uh, at the time of this recording. We'll be in Santa Barbara together this week. So, you know, I'll, I'll leave I'll leave with this. I just looked up the top apps downloaded on the app store for the iPhone. As of today, number one is Be Real. Really? Number, number two is TikTok. Number three is Google, then YouTube, then Instagram. Those are the top five. You need to do, share that, share that and drunk on social. I'm as doing that right now as we're talking. I love it. I love it. And in, would you then in the comments link to this article uh, that we're talking about right now? So, yeah, uh, I think uh, this is it's interesting. It's worth talking about. And once again, actually, the whole point of the article was that Instagram is is copying it, which is par for the course, uh, which is OK. You know, hey, it's, it sucks. It sucks uh, style and it works. And uh, but it also tells me that, uh, hey, we should be paying attention to that platform. I agree, man. I agree. Which moves into what's actually happening right now with TikTok, because you just had a viral video, which I love. Yeah, currently, currently, 24 hours old and 260,000 views. And Tristan and I were texting yesterday and I told him, I said, I think the text was remind, or what did I tell you? Make sure you punch me the next time I question whether or not I should be posting Lake of the Ozarks content consistently. That was funny. I remember you saying, well, you know, it's not, it's not lake weather. I'm not going to go as much. I'm not, I'm not going to post as much. I'm like, okay, okay. Stupid. Okay. Stupid. Next time I'm just going to call you out. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What so, are you thinking? Tristan's response was, it's your home alone. Explain what that means to our well, audience. Obviously one of our, one of our friends is London Lazarus and he's, he, he He's at the uh, event here with Drunk on Social, Social Genius. And he started all on, when he blew up, looking like the Home Alone guy. Like, if you would fast forward to what he looked like now, Macaulay Culkin would look like London Lazarson. So what he would do is he would parody the exact same situation 
that a younger Macaulay Culkin would do in the movies side by side. And then he would do the same thing and then be like, hey, it's me. I'm just older. He did that continuously. It was audience. People were like, oh, it's the Home Alone guy. It's the Home Alone guy, even though it wasn't. And then he'd say, hey, I'm not the Home Alone guy. But he took that on for, it must have been a year consistently in posting three to four videos a day. Then he added Tesla when he would just throw spaghetti in his car. He did one today like that too. And then he started hiring writers and say, what else can I do? But the point is he started with just Home Alone and that blew him up because that was what he was great at that he could relate with saying, hey, now we're looking at Jeff. It's like, dude, what is your Home Alone, right? The Ozarks, the Ozarks, the Ozarks. Yeah. Everyone's got a home alone. You just have to find it. That's that's it. And then not just find it, but lean into it. And and I think I, here here's the one thing I think a lot of people struggle with. So okay, Jeff or Tristan, what does let's use Jeff as an example? What does the Lake of the Ozarks have to do with your business? Like, how is that going to help your business? Okay, I get it. You've got thirty five thousand followers, probably. The majority as a reason is, is like of the Ozarks, but how does that help your business? How would, how would you answer that question if somebody said, well, I have that, but what, what's that going to do for my real estate business? Well, this is what you said. Okay. So you, you said this early on and I was like, Ooh, that's such a great point, Jeff. Like it's, it's really about attracting an audience to be able to speak to the audience because a lot of people worry, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to go that route. Dude, we were just talking about this, about tech. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do the tech thing, right? But at the end of the day, it's really going to grow an audience. And then in between, you can pepper in what you do for a living. And that's that's the key. You won't be able to do that if you don't have an audience. So stick to what you're amazing at, what people would gravitate to you and lean in and say, that was cool. Give me some more of that. And honestly, it, TikTok for for Jeff here, definitely a hundred percent. The Ozark. I'd watch. I watch the. I'm like. I send it to my friends. I share that one with somebody. That was me sharing it, Jeff. <laughs> you were one so, of the five thousand shares. Yeah, well, that's the crazy. That's the crazy thing is, is that it got five thousand shares and none of my my social the videos that I'm you know my business is about uh, they don't get shared like that. And um, yeah, it, it creates opportunity. I, I think to add to that too is is uh, the the more uh, we, you know, we always say virality doesn't really matter, and it doesn't by and large. But you look at a London Lazarson, and I don't think if you asked him five years ago, if he if you'd have said this is where you're going to be in five years, he would have predicted that. And and so it can create some pretty obnoxious opportunities for you because the more followers that you have, the more eyeballs that you have on your content, it, you know that's why why did we put our why do we put our faces on billboards? You know, not because someone's going to drive down the street and, and call you, right? That's just not the way it works. It's, it's, it's muscle memory. It's reminding people consistently about you. And so the more that you can hack the algorithm, if I have 35,000 followers versus your 500, I have a greater chance of touching more people, which, uh, you know, in, in theory is going to create potentially more opportunities. Uh, and I'm looking forward to going deeper on this with London as well, because somebody who has hacked it and has won. Uh, and, and even ask him, like, what what should that cadence look like? You know, because somebody who did Home Alone, you, know, you can't you can't be producing Home Alone content every day. So I'm, I'm curious what his cadence is, because you'll run out. There's only what, yeah, three Home Alones? Um, yeah. 
but it just shows you that he dude it's the consistency he'd show up and show up and show up some more redo some of the same scenes get creative on there's you just can't run out the more the more you dive into it sometimes i think like am i gonna run out of content to say because i sometimes i have to say the same thing in different ways you just don't you don't run out it's a good point it's a good point. And I've thought that many times. And then every day you wake up and uh, more stuff pops. And I, I swear, as once you become a creator, like to the level that we have, I have more content than I'll ever post. Because a lot of stuff that ends up getting buried that I never end up posting. Uh, in fact, it makes me think about some of the things that I still want to post that are now months beyond behind, uh, just because more recent relevant stuff pops up, and then I post it, and then it just keeps getting pushed. And you know, once you change your mindset on the stuff, it changes you. Do you feel like you're always behind? Oh, hell yes. Never, never caught up. Um, oh, even really? though I'm ahead on videos and that sort of thing, when it comes to content, there's very few days that go by that I'm thinking to myself, damn, I don't have enough. And there are days like for my stories, but when it comes to, to TikTok and Instagram reels and all that, uh, you know, it's, it's why we talk about scaling with VAs which is another topic for another day. In fact, we've got an upcoming webinar on that. Um, and if you could put the date on that so we can tease that to our audience. I, actually, this might, it might have already, it might, already it might already happen before this actually gets released. But, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, how does, how to scale with VAs on your social media. Yeah. Dude, All right. Well, I, I, that's, so, so the, here's the moral of the story. Uh, find your home alone. Jeff needs to stick with, with Ozarks. Tristan needs to get back to doing technology. <laughs> this is his public call out. So anybody hearing this, send Tristan a text and remind him, do more do more technology uh, on your TikTok and watch yourself. Because, dude, you've got half a million view videos in there. You've got a million view videos in there, don't you? Yeah, the, the views on all the platforms that have had lots of views are always the, the tech ones, always, which is crazy. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, the, and so, the, by the way, if you want to catch the webinar that we do on scaling with VAs, it's on August 31st. I believe this will be this will be actually posted after August 31st. So go back to our YouTube channel, check it out. It'll be posted there. It'll probably be in the Facebook group. You'll be able to find it if you need it. Just let us know. Okay, Perfect. you've got something on LinkedIn that you want to share. Uh, yeah, what man. is that? It's actually it's actually an article on on a website that we frequent. Uh, we get a lot of our information there. It's, uh, it's called What to Post on LinkedIn. I'm going to share the screen. And if you're listening in, don't worry. I'm going to read everything to you. Uh, it's called What to Post on LinkedIn. And I thought Jeff and I can dive into this and kind of go through all five of these and kind of expand on them. All right. So here's, here's the top portion of this. It says the five best types of content to post on LinkedIn. LinkedIn demographic makes it an ideal platform for publishing highly relevant, shareable content, especially in the B2B space. Here's why. Four things. 61 million users are executives. That's a massive number. Do you know that, dude? I didn't know that. It doesn't surprise me. We kind of touched on this at the uh, the NAREB uh, conference when we, had, when we were interviewing Casey. So it doesn't surprise me. There's probably more higher net worth people per capita on LinkedIn than any other platform, if I had to guess. I think so, dude. Another 40 million are decision makers. Okay. It's pretty serious. So there's a lot of wives on there. Okay. Got it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
Yep, that's so true. After email, LinkedIn is the go-to channel for business-related content. Oh, dude, I thought it would be, I thought it would be YouTube. Interesting. Or I didn't Twitter, know that. Even. Yeah. 50% of all B2B social traffic comes from LinkedIn. Wow. All right. So what should you post? Here are the five things. Number one, which by the way, when I do this, some of them do really well, some of them don't, but the fact is some do blog posts, long form content performs best. And it says here, but be sure to, to make your teaser preview text very snappy. Oh, interesting. So make it shorter, make it connect with people. I think if we go look at, uh, I've got blogs that I post directly onto LinkedIn and those get shared pretty well. The success magazine ones, those get shared a ton. So that's it's very true. I would say if you're writing anything for your specific business, and let's just talk real estate. Jeff, you see all these agents and mortgage brokers, they write these amazing pieces about where the market is, how it's how it's doing. And I don't ever see it posted as a blog into LinkedIn. It's a missed opportunity. So it's almost a, it's almost a lost art blogging. And, you know, we all talk about vlogging nowadays, but of all of the platforms, I would say or LinkedIn is definitely uh, blog uh, centric. It favors blogging as much as it does anything else. Yeah. Yep. And look, third party content. Right. I thought that was interesting. Don't just talk about yourself. That's for Instagram. I love how they added that. <laughs> uh, also post engaging reputable content from other publishers. For example, it says like TechCrunch. I would take it one step further and go visit Drunk on Social, grab pieces of content from there and then share them into there. That People will love that because it's valuable content for businesses. Next, native video. That's one thing I've been doing over the last two months a lot more of. And it, I'm going to blame it on Jeff because Jeff said, hey, by the way, um, LinkedIn has live. I was like, what? I had to check. And he's like, yeah, it has live. And then I checked it. And now I've been doing a lot more LinkedIn live through Restream. And LinkedIn loves that. I don't know that a lot of people actually do. I'm going to stop sharing really quick. I don't know that a lot of people do the live on LinkedIn at all. Do you hear that often? Almost never. And I think one of the reasons was when I went over to LinkedIn and I was checking the profile, you need to switch over to a creator profile. And I'll show you right here where it is. If you go over to your LinkedIn account, go to your main profile, you've got all of your area, all of your information towards the top. That's great. If you scroll down towards an area that says resources, you're going to see a little section that says creator mode and you just turn it on. And when you turn it on, in a couple of hours, maybe in a few days, it sure turn on your live as well. But more importantly, anytime you're live and people are visiting or watching your main profile, the top portion of a profile turns into a video screen and it starts playing that video. So um, I, I love that, dude. Creator mode on. Definitely everyone should be doing that. So I had to go look, make sure I had mine on. Yeah, you do, don't you? I do. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Next two here, plain text, alternative to visual heavy feeds. You also need a certain dose of pure copy, whether that's sharing tips, promoting hacks, or just discussing something 
you recently learned. And you know who does that pretty well? Uh, London. Remember London just he typed up a few things with little emojis and boom, we copied it. We shared it with everybody. It's a good point. So, you know who else does that? Jesse Itzler. Because I share oh. his stuff. Yeah. Actually, that's it just reminds me because they're both they're all both big creators. They both have, you know, Gary Vee also. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. And now that now that that's mentioned, it's almost like it's the Twitter ish, you know, because Twitter is very text heavy. Yeah. It's like a longer form of text on LinkedIn. I love it, dude. And you're right. Very similar to Twitter. And lastly, photography and illustrations. So the images, especially ones that are authentic, branded, or overlaid with text can be showstoppers on LinkedIn. Plus, they aid information retention for visual communicators. So those are the five worth mentioning. Once again, blog posts, third-party content, native video, plain text, photography, and illustrations. So with native video also, if you have a video that you've recorded, just upload it directly into LinkedIn. It doesn't have to be live. Just wanted to add that part to it. Great. But I thought that was great, man. And then transitioning into more generalized topics for all social, we ran, a, we ran into an article titled 14 Tips for Generating Results as a Social Media Content Creator. And although our jobs in general aren't content creators, I thought there were four to five great things that this article also brought up that I wanted to touch on. And we already, we already gave him one tip. We gave him one tip on accident. Find your Which home one? alone and stick oh, with it. Find your home alone. That's ours, though. That doesn't belong <laughs> to this damn article. Uh, that's so good. I want to start with number four. It says, define your target audience. I did that earlier on a coaching call in the morning where we went over the audience. And I think this is important because you're not going to connect with everyone. This is why I love Jeff's, Jeff's example here. Like, who is this target audience with Ozarks? And that's so great because now he's defining his target audience. And you know what all social media outlets love? They love niche and they reward niche. And then they show it to more people that are similar, according to the algorithm, that are similar to other people liking his content. So defining your target audience is insanely, insanely important. I love that one, dude. I agree. I agree. I, I actually like, and I, you know what, let's alternate on this. I, I like the first one, which is actually completely underrated by so many of you. And that is take social media seriously. I think everybody looks at it as an extra. And we keep talking about this. Like this would be no different than prospecting. You take prospecting serious. If you, if you're in the leads, if you're into, uh, you know, uh, door knocking, if you're into calling expired, you take that serious. This yeah, should be, this should be treated in the same vein. And, and I think it's that simple. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. And it, it'll, it'll, it'll give you the focus to do what you need to do to be consistent to then see results. Yeah, that's a good point, man. That is so, and we see it often with people. We saw it when we were speaking together in Tampa, yeah. where I think we broke through a lot of that. You brought it up. We broke through a lot of that initial feeling that this wasn't as important as they thought it was because after it's like oh oh i didn't realize it was it was this important i think breaking it down with what we normally do identifying 
where the consumer is going. This is why I love starting with the top five most visited websites in the world. This is where the world is. And you're still dialing like it's 1970, right? Hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with dialing. I love dialing. But you're still doing that over social media? There's something wrong there. Well, what and what do you want to do, I think, is the other question. I was on Isaiah Colton's training today, and he was talking about that. He was talking about what do you want to do? You know, there's nothing wrong with some of the old school, you know, strategies and techniques. But is that what you want to be doing for the next 10, 15, 20 years? Or would you rather be attracting business? And until you take this serious, it'll never happen. Mm -hmm. mm. You know, one of, one of the people I was talking to, the actually same person I was coaching this morning. I'm going to stop sharing really quick to tell you the story. She's trying to grow her brokerage. Oh, you know her. She's with Village, Village Properties. She's trying to grow her brokerage. Um, and I said, you need to shift over. The strategy needs to be one reel a day, at least one reel a day in Insta on Instagram and then repost to TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube shorts. She's been doing it very consistently on reels. And one of the ones she posted, which was we, we hired 50 new agents to our brokerage in the last eight months. And she said she started getting DMs just from that one post. She says three people, uh, she got three people that she's going to recruit from one reel, right? And I think we, we need to understand that the world we live in, the way we attract, the way we connect with people and reach more people is by creating content that's valuable, which leads me into number five, Jeff, provide actual value to your followers. Because... I'm tired of seeing crap that's not valuable. I don't care if you only get five likes and a hundred views. Was it valuable? Because if you do this consistently, your audience will start coming back. I think that's where we give up, Jeff, because if I'm only getting five views and one like, and it's been like two weeks, I'm going to start questioning, like, is this even worth it? It's a normal thing, right? Mm -hmm. but but for a lot of a lot of you listening the reason why your engagement sucks is because your content sucks because you are a spammer and if you would spend more time leaning into your authenticity like we always talk about or leaning into real value no i'm not talking about real estate value because they don't need that they've got two million other agents doing the same thing if you would just lean into whatever it is that actually brings your audience value you will get a lot more engagement and you will start cracking and hacking their feeds and be connecting with them a hell of a lot more often. Yeah, dude. All right, number six. Well, I chose number six. Uh, I thought it was important. Choose your channel or channels wisely. As in social media apps. Yeah, so if you're just starting off or you feel like this is a little too much for you, we always suggest that you just gravitate to where you normally go in and look at or lurk, right? Where do you normally go? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? And that's where we say that's probably where you're going to start. Like Jeff, for my son, he gravitates to YouTube. So I was like, well, where are you going to start? It's going to be YouTube, right? So he's got his little channel with 17 followers, right? And what is he posting? He posts what he loves, which is yeah. Minecraft and games like that. But 
It's all about showing up consistently on where you feel most comfortable, right? And if you don't, if you don't have a platform, my recommendation to everyone is you choose Instagram. And the reason why is you're killing two birds with one stone. So if you don't have a favorite or you don't have a go-to, do Instagram, connect it to Facebook, and now you're posting the same content one time and covering two channels. That is probably the best bang for your buck. Yeah, that's that's true. I love that. Great, great tip on that, man. All right, next one that I thought was important because I'm not going to go over all of them, but here's the one I liked. Make it easy for people to find you on social media. <laughs> that that should have been Und- number one, right? Underrated. Underrated as well. Oh my gosh. And, and how would you how would you define that? Because I know how I would define it. I, I think I would start here. I would start by Googling your own name on Google and see see what pops up first and second. And then based it on that, say, okay, if LinkedIn popped in first, then let me fix my profile. Let me fix it so that I know people can call me. People can reach out to me and at least my profile is up to date, right? And then I'd, I'd start from the top and then work down. If Instagram is an X and work on Instagram, Twitter, that's how I would do it, man. How about you? Yeah, I, I usually define this. That's true. But also I think a lot of people try to get too cute with their names and they try to have something really catchy, you know, like, you know, Jeff sells St. Louis and, and how do how does your audience know you they know you by your name they you know you're not you're not a naval aviator from top gun with a call sign the, the name of the game is not to have the most creative name on social media the name of the game is to be seen and be and and to be to be uh, found easier when your database wants to find you so if your past customer for example stumbles upon jeff sells st louis they might just scroll right past it thinking and eh, it just sounds spammy but if they see Jeff Fitzer, oh, I know that guy. I'm going to go check that out. And it just looks more authentic. That's that's the one piece of advice I tell everyone is that it's it's stop overthinking that stuff. To simplify it and not to mention and make it consistent across every platform. Unless your name is Joe Smith. And then you have a little bit more of a struggle. But you can still make it consistent. Make Joe Smith something uh, to yeah. make, your, make it identifiable. And then make it the same across every platform. Yeah. And number 10, keep your content relevant. How often do we just have people not keep their content relevant to their field, right? Like, it's great too. Jeff, this is why I love Ozarks. But at the same time, you also pepper in a lot of social media and you keep it relevant to what's happening now, right? So having my business, which is is one of my business. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean by relevant. Right. And I think that's the point. So everybody doesn't lose focus on, oh, well, so I need to be talking about, no, you don't need to talk about social media. That's my business. You should be, you should be peppering in your business uh, and make it, make it relevant. I would say actually, Tristan, you do it best relevant to, you know, you do the real estate stuff and you talk about what's happening in the real estate world. Is the market going to crash? What should you be paying attention to? What did Zillow and Open Door just do? Like that's all relevant to your audience, which is real estate agents. Real estate agents, who's your audience? Is it real estate agents? Are you a recruiter? If you're a recruiter, then yes, it's real estate agents. If you're not a recruiter, then you your audience is buyers and sellers. Do they care about what just happened with Zillow and Open Door? They don't. I'll tell you right now. Do they care if the market's going to crash? Not really. Uh, maybe, maybe put one video out about it, but not 20, right? 
And so, no. you know, what's relevant no. to them? What's going on in the yeah. community? What's the latest business just opened up? Go interview a restaurant, do that sort of thing. Where's the best parks? Wow. Where's the best schools? That's that's what's relevant. Well, we won't know what what's relevant unless we start with who's my audience, right? So that's key. And then the last one, which also happens to be the last one here, is consistency, right? Keep at it. Because it gets disheartening sometimes. We had a question in our group coaching thread, like our group chat that we have on Facebook Messenger. Somebody asked, is it okay to not post over the weekend sometimes? And I thought that was such a great question because it's okay. So, I mean, you can go two or three days sometimes by not put. It was Elena Flores. Thank yeah. you, and and I was like, you know what? I just went the last week without posting anywhere, except for Facebook because I post to Facebook all the time, and YouTube. Okay, you know what? I posted everywhere but TikTok and Instagram Reels. Personally, it was just my the team that was posting for us, but I didn't do it. And sometimes we need a break. Because in that break, we kind of reinvent and we bring ourselves back. It's like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should do it like this. So it's okay to take a break. What do you think, man? I totally agree. It's like exercise. You know, if, if you want to get into great shape, you've got to be neurotically consistent. But it's also important to rest. Uh, because if you don't rest, you're going to get hurt. And if you don't rest on anything in your business, you're going to burn out. And so uh, I, I agree with that uh, or, or scale. And I think my suggestion was, this is a good reason why scheduling content can be beneficial. It's, it's, it's not mm -hmm. something you want to lean on hundred percent of the time, but it's a great filler when you need rest. Yeah. Which is kind of what happened to me while we went to Tampa, you were posting a shit ton and I wasn't posting that much. Um, but we have a team, so they were. It looked like I was posting stuff, but you see, it's not. It wasn't the authentic stuff that I normally post. And like this morning, and that's the scale. Yeah. yeah, that's the scale piece. That's the scale, buddy. That's a scale. Wait, this morning? Wait. What were you gonna say this morning? Uh, this morning I posted a a video about me reading a passage from Marcus Aurelius's uh, Meditations. So I was like, I don't care if one gets like two views. It made me feel good. <laughs> yeah. or, or last night, or last night you posted you posted your family. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. I know that's yeah, I know that's uh, I know that's you posting because I don't think anybody else is uh, taking that. No, that posts. that came from my camera. I was yeah. like, I'll post that one. So go and look. If you all need help, we coach as a group. So it's a really it's a group setting. We love it. We just we're so passionate about it because we love this stuff. So jump in. It won't cost you an arm and a leg. Uh, but we do this every other week and we also do other stuff, but that's probably the more fun one that, uh, that we enjoy doing together. Agreed. Well, it's been good. If you've, uh, if you're interested in the links from the, any of these topics today, they will be in the show notes. So go grab them and uh, you know what, go find your home alone and uh, go check out, go, go check out the 14 tips. I think we only covered about five or six of them. Uh, so go you know. check all of those out and uh, go join the drunk on social group go follow us on the platforms and uh go you know what? share you... go share jeff's ozark videos you're gonna that's love cool. those oh, i was actually gonna say share this podcast but that's cool too I'm, well that I'm okay that's good that. too but ozarks was really fun all right Dude, my friend you know what? hold on hold on, hold on. Yes, you yes. need to do one of those other ones 
Remember the Ozark show? Remember yeah. that one you yeah, had the, the voiceover? Sound. Yeah, with the sound. Yeah. They haven't put new sounds in. I checked periodically and they have not they have not put any new sounds in. So it's disappointing. Have the team grab a piece of the audio from YouTube that's really good and just maybe 30 seconds and then clip it into an audio uh, video of that. Dude, that would be insanely great. Good point. Good point. More. You just you just keep finding more and more. Yeah, you you should be my content uh, manager, I think. Done. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 75, signing out. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 